And welcome to The Real Money Show, hosted by Guildhall Wealth Management, a show about the incredible potential of owning physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds, what they could do to protect and make you money in these turbulent times. As always, the number to call, as you know, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. And uh, forever in the giving mood, I'll tell you something that's uh, brand new, Jeremy. I know you'll elaborate this uh, on this later in the show, but for all diamond purchases between now and the end of July 2015, they'll be giving an immediate 10% of the purchase price back to you as a buyer to be placed in either a gold or silver bullion TFSA or RSP account with Guildhall. Some conditions and rules apply, but contact Guildhall Wealth Management for uh, full details. That's new. That's awesome. That's new. Right? We'll, we'll talk more about that later on, Love but it. this is uh, exciting. Exciting for people who want to purchase a diamond and get involved in the bullion market at the same time. Plus, we're getting to uh, Gerald Salente here in a few minutes. He's the uh, publisher of Trends, uh, Trends Journal. We'll talk to him about gold, and he's always wickedly entertaining and knowledgeable. But first, you, I'll do a little, a little bit of a quick update, yeah? Yeah, um, gold has had a really nice move up this week. We're trading, we're t- taping this show Friday afternoon. Uh, gold is trading around about $1,224 US. Silver's had a really, really nice move up. Uh, we're trading at 1755 US an ounce. Uh, West Texas crude is also uh, trading in around about 59.30 a barrel, and Brent crude's around about 66.65 US a barrel as well. Um, it's been an exciting week for the bullion market. Uh, we had some reports this week where uh, people in the U.S. that were doing collecting unemployment was down about a thousand people, so the markets, you know, took a little bit of hysteria on that fact. And uh, gold and silver moved up, the stock market moved up, and as you know, Greece uh, came up with the the cash which they borrowed from the IMF uh, and paid off. They got another month. Uh, uh, what's the word? Reprieve. Reprieve. Yeah, before uh, the big boys come in and kick them to the curb, I think. But uh, that's what's kind of kicked got the markets going. And um, But gold and silver has moved up nicely, and I think this is the start of a real, real big bull market. We're, we're just about at the close of Friday. We're about a couple hours away from the close, and both gold and silver are above their 200-day moving averages. So this is a big, big day. Mm -hmm. It's been a big week for both metals, but this particular has been a good day, and we've seen a continued move up throughout the week on both uh, metals. Gold year-to-date is up over 3%. Silver year-over-date is up over 10%. We're probably at about 11% today. In fact, from the lows, which we saw in March, silver is probably closing in on about 15% gains. So this is definitely a good year to be in precious metals. We had a, a... an article out from uh, CNN actually uh, talking about Germany is buying lots of gold. It may be a sign that they're worried about the future because people tend to buy gold. This is according to CNN. People tend to buy gold when they fear economic disaster or a spike in prices. And the World Gold Council reported on Thursday actually that the demand for gold bars and coins spiked by 20% in Germany during the first quarter from this year. And that's not just in Germany. We're going to talk about that more on what's going on in the gold market. But demand is definitely up in the markets as uh, fears are taking hold in the economies. And we're going to have Gerald Salente talk more about this in just a few moments. We're also really, really excited the fact that we we brought with one of the largest brokerage houses uh, TFSA and RSP saving accounts and registered accounts where you can purchase gold and silver. Um, this is most, all the product is actually with Royal Canadian Mint, so you're getting bars with bar numbers. It's in a safe, secure depository. Your product is allocated, segregated, and as I said, you get your bar numbers. 
we are probably the only company doing this, and it's a it's a wonderful, wonderful way to get into the market and own gold and silver. Now, on the TFSA, you know, if you've never invested in TFSA and uh, you're actually around about 25, 26 years old, 26 years old or older, you can put up to $41,000 mm-hmm. into a TFSA, which is a tax-free saving account, and it's a wonderful, wonderful way, in my opinion, to own gold and silver. But at Guildhall, uh, we only sell physical gold, silver, platinum, and palladium. We don't sell paper products. We don't sell equities. We don't sell certificates. We don't sell ETFs. Uh, we don't sell futures, and we don't sell options on futures. We sell the physical product to you. You can buy the product. You can take it home. If you go to our website, guildhallwealth.com, in the right-hand corner, there's an e-commerce site where you can buy gold and silver with ease, with just with a click of a mouse. You can buy one-ounce maples, silver. You can buy one-ounce silver bars, 10-ounce bars, 100-ounce bars. The same with gold. You can buy gold maple leaves. You can buy one-ounce bars, 10-ounce bars, kilo bars of gold. And it's a wonderful way to take delivery of the product. It's very, very easy. You call us. You go online. You open an account. And all it's up to you is how you want to pay for it, whether you want to pay in U.S. dollars or Canadian dollars. But the product is there, available for you. Um, we also offer financing on accounts if you wish to go that way. But right now, my best bet is buying physical gold and silver, which you can either take home or put into our secure, safe depository, which your product is allocated, segregated, and you have the bar numbers available to you. And you can go visit your product, and it's out of the banking system. It's in a safe, secure depository, and it's insured with Lloyds of London. And uh, as I said, I think this is a great, great way to own physical product, and we look like we're in for a huge bounce. Um, in 2011, in May 2011, silver was trading at $49. We're now trading at 1755 Gold was trading back then at $1,920. We're trading at 1225 give or take. You know, this is a great, great investment if you're putting into storage. And let's give me give you a quick ex- example. To store precious metals, let's call it an average of about 1.25% a year. So on a four-year period, it's going to cost you 5% to store, keep your product safe and secure. If you're out there and listening to this show, if you believe silver is going to stay at $17.55 or it has the opportunity to go maybe to $35 or even as high as $50 in the next four years, you're paying basically just for storage. And this is a great time to get in and buy gold and silver. one eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Go to guildhallwealth.com and therealmoneyshow.com as well. Jeremy. Yeah, I think what Paul was saying makes sense. It's something that we've been uh, discussing with a lot of our prospects recently, which is where do you think gold and silver is going to be in five years? Do you think it's mm-hmm. going to be higher? Because if you think in the next five years, gold might be trading $1,500 US an ounce or silver could be as high as, oh, I don't know, let's say lowball it at $30 an ounce. You're paying just over 6% to store that product. You know, in Europe, a lot of the, the banks are, are willing to put money into five-year bonds and lose money, lose 2% on it. So why wouldn't you put out 5% mm-hmm. to store physical bullion? And we know that there's a, a, a gold rush in Europe. For example, there is inflation fears, and the sale of gold has surged it, surged as the European Central Bank embarked on an experiment aimed at purchasing about $1.3 trillion in bonds. And remember, a lot of these bonds have negative yields. 
German citizens appeared to be worried about uh, the spike in prices uh, triggered by the so-called central bank money printing. And also, you're talking about a group of people who've been burned before by government printing currency. So they know what hyperinflation is. They've got a history of it, so they're buying gold. But you look at uh, the Greek jitters that are going on, and Germans aren't the only ones in Europe looking at this potential problem with with, with Greece. As Paul mentioned, they, they borrowed money from the IMF. They've got a month uh, from, sorry, from the SDR, special drawing rights to pay back the loan. They have a month to come up with the money that they just borrowed to pay off another debt. So uh, things could get really scary a month from now. But uh, the World Gold Council does say that the first three months of 2004 15 represented the strongest start to a year for European gold demand since 2011. And that was a a banner year for precious metals. For the rest of the year, uh, Capital Economics uh, Company, they expect to see $23 an ounce in silver. I think that's very conservative. And uh, according to another trader of a firm that's typically, uh, they're called uh, Richcom Global Services in Dubai, his name's Pradeep Uni. Again, they're not uh, they're not really into precious metals, but he sees twenty four dollars silver by the end of the year. So again, we've got a breakout in both gold and silver this this week. Both are trading above their two hundred day moving averages. This could be the beginning of of something good. And of course, the U.S. dollars come down. So owning physical precious metals is the easiest mm-hmm. and the safest way to buy precious metals. You simply a lot of people will start by going to the e-store, simply buying a few hundred ounces of silver, take it home, hold it in your hand, and you realize that uh, 100 ounces of silver weighs uh, just under 7 pounds, that this is a real product, it's a commodity, you're pulling it out of the system and taking more supply out of the market. Once they get a feel for that, maybe they start to move up to 500, 1,000, 2,000 ounces, and that's something where they might want to store in the depository where it's allocated, segregated, insured. You can go visit your bars. You get your serial numbers, et cetera. And, of course, we do have that investment vehicle now where we can help clients do the exact same thing but hold it within their RSP TFSA. And, of course, you can go to guildhallwealth.com and get all that information. I think this is, again, a great time to be buying gold and silver. If you're paying an average of about one and a quarter percent storage a month, a year rather, over four years you're paying five percent to have your products stored in a safe, secure location insured with Lloyds of London. Do you think gold and silver is going to increase by more than five percent over the next four years? Silver has gone up about six percent in the last week. Gold's up almost three percent. So it doesn't really... It's not rocket science to figure out that these markets are going to move. You know, if we look uh, at the markets, there's only a certain amount of places where you can place your money. You can put your money in the stock market, which is, you know, producing right now. It's, it's done very, very well. Um, you're getting a dividend, uh, maybe 3 4% on your money. But when a correction comes, you can lose 25 30 40% of your money very, very quickly, and you're going to be the last one to know what's happening in the market. There's a real estate bubble going on right now, you know, whether it's in Europe and whether it's in Canada. Nothing goes up in a straight line like a rocket ship. It has to come down. There has to be some type of correction, a retracement. And when it happens, when interest rates go up, real estate is going to come down. When interest rates up, the safe haven is gold and silver. When you're talking about creating jobs, 
whether it's in Canada or the U.S., you're talking about unemployment. The true figures in the States, for example, they say unemployment is 5.2%. It's 10.8% in that region. You know, people have gone off uh, of unemployment. They're on welfare. Um, not Things are not ringing out as true as everybody believes. You can't believe everything you read. You have to do some research. And at Guildhall, we help you with that research to understand the gold and silver market. As Jeremy said, if you want to buy physical gold and silver, you can take it home. You can buy it, but we don't recommend to have gold and silver in large amounts in your domicile. You know, you're subject to home invasion. You're subject to all types of things that can go on. Where it's in a safe, secure location, uh, you are much, much better off. And again, uh, we are now offering with one of the largest brokerage houses that actually is the custodian of your product because it's a government uh, entity that you were involved with. You can buy physical gold and silver, put it in your RSP, your TFSA, and a whole load of other pension plans, lifts, and all those others that are available to you. So give us a call. You know, if you want to get more information, how to open an account, how to invest. Again, if you have a kid's savings account where, you know, you want to, instead of just putting it into mutual funds, where you may not be getting a great return, but you feel the gold and silver is going to get you a return, this is a great time to invest, um, and we will be happy to help you hold your hand through the whole process. one eight seven seven eight silver is the number Paul was referring to, and guildhallwealth.com. Make sure you check out that e-store. So uh, in a few minutes here, after we take a break, Jeremy, we'll get to uh, Gerald Salente, Trends Journal. Now, we wish you could have this guy on every week because he's got so much charisma. What do you think we, uh, we got in store for us? Well, you never know quite what you have in, <laughs> yeah. in store, but I can tell you it's always a pleasure to have him on the show. He often talks about things on our show that he won't talk about in other places. I'm not sure if it's just he feels comfortable with us, but uh, I think you're going to hear some interesting things. I think you'll hear some things that you might know about, but you'll learn more hearing from Salente and getting some details on aspects that he knows just because they're doing so much research all the time for the Trends Journal. So I'm really looking forward to the interview, and I hope all the listeners enjoy it as well. We'll take a short break. In the meantime, the number is one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Make sure you take advantage of the special happening this month. More details on that just ahead, and we'll get to Gerald Salente as well. We'll have a chat with him over the next segment or two. Don't miss that. He's very charismatic, has a lot of knowledge, and is a big fan of precious metals. Physical, that is. More coming up right here on The Real Money Show on Talk Radio AM 640. And back into The Real Money Show, the number is one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Make sure you click on the e-store in the top corner and investigate and make sure you invest in TFSA and RSP room with uh, physical metal. Glad to have back on the show, uh, guys, uh, returning once again to The Real Money Show, Gerald Salente, the publisher of Trends Journal. And uh, good to have you back, Gerald. Hello. Oh, hi. Thanks for having me back. Uh, we're, we're preparing for a, uh, a big conference here on June 6th, and uh, we've been doing a lot more with the Trends Journal. We now have a Trends Monthly, and we have this week's Trends and plus Trends in the News. So anyone interested in looking at history before it happens and preparing to survive and thrive we suggest you consider going to trendsresearch.com. That's excellent. Gerald, it's great to have you back on the show, of course. The last time we had you was in, in the fall, in, in 2014, and I was hoping to get your thoughts and, and on the U.S. economy since we last spoke. The obvious weakness is before everyone's eyes. There's no more blaming the summer weather, or the winter weather. They did that one in the first quarter. Oh, and it was. the winter. It was a terrible winter. 
But worse than the terrible winter are the lousy jobs, the jobs that aren't being created, and the phony numbers that they're putting out. And I don't say that as a conspiracy theory. It's a fact. The jobs stink, and the numbers are fraudulent. They're always downgrading them after they put it, usually downgrading the number after they put it out. And when I say that, you, for example, you look at retail sales in the U.S. I mean, they're from flat to nowhere to down. And yet every time they come out with new jobs reports, they're showing great increases in workers in retail. So how can that be true? And even if it was true, the jobs stink. You know, what are you making? Under 10 bucks an hour. So that means if you're a part-time worker at Walmart and you're working 35 hours a week, 50 weeks a year, you end up with the grand total of $17,900 at the end of the year before taxes. And then you look at industrial production. And then you look at GDP numbers. They stink. Nothing has changed. It's only gotten worse. But it's at a moderate worse, so it's not being shown for what it is because of all of this cheap money that keeps the equity markets high. So as, as people stand in the livings keep dropping, and again, I'm not making these numbers up. You're looking at household income in the United States at 1989 levels without adjusting for inflation. So when I'm saying this, that the equity markets are keeping all of the, the uh, economies, making them look like they're alive, they only look like they're alive because they're pumping in all this cheap money to the money junkies. It's monetary methadone to keep this system going. It's one big Ponzi scheme. So nothing has really changed. It's gotten worse, but moderately worse. Not enough to shake the people into reality. Now, the things that you're mentioning, I think, in your most recent journal, uh, Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, who's also a a friend of our show, uh, penned an article called The Grand Manipulation. And and in a nice way, he calls the American public naive. And he talks about all the different ways the government is manipulating these numbers. And I was wondering if you can expand a little bit on this article so that people can get a sense of what they get out of the journal, but also how important this article is for people to understand just what is being manipulated right now. Well, again, you know, Dr. Paul Craig Roberts was the former Treasury Secretary uh, under uh, Ronald Reagan. And, um, yeah, this guy's been around. And he there's no, there's no one, by the way, that I respect more for economic and geopolitical insights than Dr. Paul Craig Roberts, and we're honored that he's a uh, contributor to the Trends Journal. So whether it's the Federal Reserve, as I mentioned, uh, or or the the government manipulating the employment numbers, and again, the facts, they're, they're spelled out, whether they're manipulating the cost of living index, and that was changed under the uh, presidency of Slick Willie Clinton, probably one of the biggest spend. I shouldn't say the biggest sellout, but the biggest sellout in terms of the economy than any president in modern history. Of course, George Bush kept taking us to war and, and robbed us of our rights. That's a whole other issue. But it's really not under the grand manipulation, because what it does with the grand manipulation, it manipulates you into fear.
on the money end, you have the banks keep getting greater, greater profits because of the deals they're doing with the Federal Reserve. Why are gold prices going down? Because it's not in the interest or, or where they are right now. It's not in the interest of the central banks to see gold prices go up because it exposes the fraud of their Ponzi scheme, which they call quantitative easing and, and record low interest rates. So what Dr. Paul Craig Roberts does is he breaks it down uh, on and on from quantitative easing to 0% interest rates to the market manipulations with the desks that they have there, the surge protection desks, uh, the, the unemployment figures that are fraudulent, the CPI numbers that are fraudulent, and one after another, and, and also the wars, how they keep getting us into wars, how they keep pumping up fear and hysteria. And, you know, I have to say something that's been really on my mind lately. People could blame it on anything today. Why aren't the people more aware of what's going on, and how can they, you know, how, how can they put up with this? And they blame it on things such as, well, you know, the GMO foods, all the prescription drugs people are taking, uh, you know, the lousy jobs, the, and on and on. They could blame anything. Russia Today had a clip on recently of right after World War II in Berlin, Germany. You look at this clip, it would be like all of Toronto, all of Montreal, all of New York City destroyed. Nothing. Empty buildings, shells, and women just with a bucket brigade trying to get the, the rubble out of the way. And then you go back to World War One. No different. They destroyed Europe at a time when it was excelling to new heights. And, and as I keep say, thinking to myself, I mean, go back to Germany, for example. 1930s, the Germans with the height of Western civilization in terms of science, philosophy, culturally. How can they let a two-big freak destroy their country? When was enough enough? It was going to end at some point. Why didn't they stop it before so many died and so much was destroyed? And country after country, war after war. Let's go back to the grand manipulation. They're doing it all over again. Look what you got going up there in Canada, that little clown you got there, Harper. You know, beating off the, the BS about, you know, watch out, here come the terrorists. Watch out, there's one in your backyard. You we're going to protect you. We're going to rob you of your rights. Oh, by the way, we're going to send troops into foreign countries to slaughter innocent people. And then when they come back and want to get even with us, we'll cry like little boys without a pair of cojones the size of a moth. And take more of your rights away from you. That's what the Trends Journal, the grand manipulation, and all what's going on. But it's a repeat of history. And it will not change, I am totally convinced, until people find the courage to call out the freaks in the freak show that are be, being sold to us by the, by the barkers that are in front of the three-ring circus that they call the media. And if you need any more proof, all you have to do will happen in the United States a couple of days ago. When they caught that guy, George Stephanopoulos, another little boy with no cojones, who used to work under the Clinton administration, who's now this big guy in ABC News. Yeah, yeah. And they found out that he gave $75,000 to the Clinton Foundation. Oh, yeah, you're getting real, you're getting 
fair and balanced news, but that's only one example because you have six corporations that control 90% of all the media in the USSA. It's the grand manipulation. Gerald, we'll, uh, we'll take a short break. The number in the meantime, guys, is one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. While you're there, pick up the Precious Metal Advisor. And a reminder once again, for all diamond purchase between now and the end of July, they'll be giving you an immediate 10% of the purchase price back to you as a buyer to be placed into either gold or silver bullion TFSA or RRSP account with Guildhall Wealth Management. More of The Real Money Show and Gerald Salente coming up. And back with more of The Real Money Show. The number to begin investing is easy, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Take advantage of the e-store and check out the possibilities when you can invest with your TFSA or RSP. Back into our uh, interview here, Gerald Salente is joining us on The Real Money Show once again. And go to trendsresearch.com to pick up the Trends Journal. Jeremy. Not only are we seeing the economic numbers being manipulated, the plunge protection team manipulating the stock market, the, the media pushing for these wars, what stunned me in that article is Dr. Paul Craig Roberts mentions that in 14 years of war, there, there's been seven and seven or eight countries invaded and bombed and attacked. And then we move on to the bankers who, uh, or the media that you just t- touched upon. And then I want to move into the banker side of things because recently the uh, uh, several banks got, got busted basically for Forex manipulation. But none, no one went to jail. They're just going to get a lot of fines. You know, I mentioned we're having a conference on June 6th here in Kingston, New York, Colonial Kingston, and one of the speakers is Nomi Prince, and she's the one that wrote the book, All the President's Bankers. And what we're saying is that this is not capitalism anymore. Let's everybody grow up. It's bankism. It's the merger of state and corporate powers. There was no such thing as too big to fail. In capitalism, you rise and fall on your own merits. So when you look what's going on between the deals between the banks and the financial institutions with the bond deals, when you look at all the quantitative easing, when you look at the stock markets, why are they going up? Everybody knows that knows, that studies this, and even the people that don't will admit it. It's the record low interest rates. That's permitting these big corporations to borrow money for nothing and buy back their stock and drive the valuations up. And the merger and acquisition activity that allows them to borrow money cheaply and create these gigantic mergers. They're creating another bubble. It's all being done under the guise of bankism. But they don't call it that. They still call it capitalism. And as you pointed out, they just found five banks guilty of rigging the uh, Forex market, and of course, as well as the LIBOR markets they've rigged as well, and you know the interest rate markets and the currency markets, the, for, the Forex markets at $3.5 trillion a day and that are being traded, and they get a slap on the wrist. But I want to tell you guys out there, you better lower those headlights when you're approaching another car. You better put on your signal lights. Hey, your taillight is out let me see your license and registration. We'll break you for any little minor violation that you commit. But we'll give the big guys a free ride. Look what happened here in the United States. This guy, David Petraeus, another arrogant little boy. 
you know, his career, he was he 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 led the troops of the the, the, the campaigns in Afghanistan and Iraq. He was a West Point guy. You know how he got to the top? He married the daughter of the guy that used to run West Point. He had a little bow down suck up and you know, that kind of guy. Kind of guys you hate. When you went to high school and college that wanted to be class president and head of the student council. The overly ambitious, the insincere, the glad handers. That's him. Then he becomes CIA director. And he's having an affair with some chick. And he gives her official documents. Classified. Classified documents. The CIA director is handing out to some woman he's going out with, cheating on his wife. And you know what he got? A slap on the wrist. Look what they did to Bradley Manning. Look what they did to Snowden. Look what they just did to this guy Sterling. Under Obama, more whistleblowers have been convicted than all the other presidents combined. But you behave. You better not do anything wrong because you will be punished under the full letter of the law. Bankism, fascism. So we know that there's a culture where basically their actions are not being punished, which is nurturing more of the same type of actions. And as we're seeing the price of gold and silver break out above their 200-day moving averages, do you think that we're headed for something worse than 2008? Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's global. It, it, they're pumping all of this dough in the system. Look, going back to China. I mean, look, look what they're doing. They keep lowering interest rates, lowering reserve requirements, keep pumping money in, and we just did a piece out there. How do you, how do you uh, trend uh, this week's trends? Uh, and the, and it was, the headline was, <laughs> how do you say Ponzi in Chinese, you know? China's going Ponzi. And what they do, we, we, we went back to 2012, where they admitted themselves that it was unsustainable to keep juicing the market. That's the way they got out of the, the crisis of, that hit after 2008. And they said they weren't going to do it again. And now they're doing it, big time. So, yes, because there's going to become a point that people realize all this digital money, not worth the paper it's not printed on, why would you want to be in it? And, again, you, saw, you have quantitative easing in, in Europe. What has it done? Nothing. It's helped the stock markets because, again, it's allowing companies to buy back their stocks for gamblers to gamble and the mergers and acquisition activity to increase. Take a look what they did over there in uh, in um, Japan. Abenomics. That's how you say quantitative easing in Japanese. What did it do? Well, it drove, the, drove the, the Nikkei up about what? You know, 57%. You know, <laughs> It didn't do anything. Look, look, what, look what's going on with, with market after market. You know, the, the Chinese, the, the, the Shanghai index is up 100% over the last 12 months from all the cheap dough while the economy is going down, while imports and exports are, 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 are sagging at 16% in, in, in instances. Look what China said. Their GDP would never go under 7.7%. And now they're calling around 7%, quote, the new normal. So, and it's going to go lower than that. So why wouldn't it, to me, and I don't give financial advice, I, I, I believe in gold for my golden years. And I wouldn't, I, you know, 
it, and it, I cannot see it going down. I could only see it going up. And there's also the geopolitical instability. And one of the ones to look at that people are ignoring is what's going on in Yemen, where the Saudis have decided to bomb a foreign country. It would be like Canada saying, we're tired of what the United States is doing, or vice versa, because that would be the United States to Canada, and saying, we're going to bomb you. We want you to put back in the leader that you used to have before. We don't like the, what would happen when you overthrew him. They're slaughtering innocent people, the poorest country in, in the area. But the importance of this is that the Saudis are doing it. And the Yemenis have vowed, the Houthis have vowed that they're going to attack oil fields in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, it's not making the news. You have to look for it and study it to find it. The, or they also said they were going to attack the monarchy. So that's the kind of geopolitical destabilization that could also rattle the markets. So you could have a confluence of geopolitical and economic turmoil that's all bubbling not too far below the surface that I believe is going to bring gold back to the reality levels it should be rather than the manipulated levels it's at because it's being driven down so low by the central banks and those that are not interested in seeing the price of gold rise. You mentioned earlier about what's going on with the five banks admitting their manipulation. They're also manipulating gold, according to Dr. Paul Craig Roberts and others. At some point, that will end. And at that point, and the other confluence of events, I believe gold is going to, when it, when it reignites, will go way past 2000. Just as we're going to get back to, to gold and silver, because I want to stick on that topic, I think it's interesting with Saudi Arabia, because um, in the Colder War, a book by Marin Katsua, uh, Katuza, sorry, uh, he talks about Saudi Arabia being sort of the last cog in the wheel for the petrodollar. So the fact that they're doing these things uh, could be could be big going down the road in terms of geopolitical. Uh, isn't it ironic, though, that that these entities out there want to keep gold down, yet central banks are buying gold all around the globe? Yes, and, it's, and because the, the people in the know know, and they know it's one big Ponzi scheme. Everybody knows. I mean, the average Joe or Jane on the street doesn't know, but anybody that studies this knows. I was at a uh, Mises Institute uh, conference uh, a week ago in Stanford, Connecticut. One of the speakers was Dr. Paul, uh, David Stockman, former budget director under Reagan. You know, he's just ripping this whole thing apart. You know, it's it's a you know it's this Keynesian economics. It's a joke, and you know he's very eloquent and very passionate too. By the way, great speaker, and so everybody that knows the data and knows the grand manipulation understands why the central banks and others are buying gold, because they know that these currencies again aren't worth the digital paper they're not printed on. And the only thing they're doing is artificially inflating equity markets around the world. We definitely here at The Real Money Show feel that the, the Ponzi scheme cannot last forever, and you've got to put your capital into, into something where it can be a store of value. Obviously, gold is a historic way to do that. Um, just for our audience, if you can remind them again how they can get the, uh, the Trends Journal and be able to specifically read a couple of the articles that we were mentioning here today. 
Yes, they could go to Trends Research, trendsresearch.com. And, and by the way, we also, besides the Trends Journal, we have a Trends Monthly. And then the, the, the journals, of course, is a quarterly. And then we have a each weekday night Trends in the News broadcast we do, a 15-minute broadcast. And then each week we have this week's Trends. So it's really history before it happens. And by the way, we began in 1991 with the Trends Journal. We've been around since 1980 as the world leader in trend forecasting. The, when the Trends Journal came out, it was an eight-page publication. It's selling for the same price now as it was in 1991. We haven't raised the price. It's now a 50-page, uh, very slick magazine. It, we give. We didn't have trends in the news. We didn't have trends monthly. We didn't have this week's trends. And we didn't have conferences. So you're getting a lot, 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 lot more for your buck. As everyone's giving less, we keep giving more and more because we want to prepare people to survive and thrive in the troubled times ahead. So what you're saying is is that when the price of magazines get a little too high, the government will put your magazine in there to keep the prices low and <laughs> to, keep in, to keep the feel of inflation low. Yeah, there they go. There you go. That's 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 exactly what they do. And well, if, if you're eating steak, and then you can't afford it anymore, and you're eating beef, well, that doesn't mean there's inflation. The price is the same. That's the kind of manipulation they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Gerald, it's been a pleasure. Always great to have you on the show. We look forward to hearing from you again soon. No, thanks for having me on, and all the best. All right, guys, we'll take a short break. one silver is the number to start investing today. Guildhallwealth.com is the number as well for all diamonds purchased between now and the end of July. 10% back to you purchase price as a buyer to be placed to either gold or silver bullion TFSA or RSP account with Guildhall Wealth Management. More of The Real Money Show coming up. And back with more of The Real Money Show. one silver is the number. Make sure you pick up the Precious Metal Advisor and the Investor Kit when you go to guildhallwealth.com. Also, a reminder, for, uh, for all diamonds purchased between now and the end of July 2015, they'll be giving away an immediate uh, 10% of the purchase price back to you as a buyer to be placed into either gold or silver bullion TFSA or RSP account with Guildhall Wealth Management. It's a, it's a great deal. Go to the website for more details. So, Jeremy, what would you think? <laughs> You gotta love them. capitalism. Could be the uh, the quote of the uh, the show this time, <laughs> yeah, right? Bankism, bankism, like bankism. Yeah. yeah, it was it was great as always. Great to understand the grand manipulation. I think that it's worth getting the Trends Journal just for that. It was an incredible article, and great to hear him expand on that. And of course, the understanding of why people should own gold and silver in their portfolio. Beyond gold and silver as a protection against all these Ponzi schemes and these grand manipulations. Colored diamonds are a great way to um, protect wealth. And colored diamonds you see a lot at auction. And this week in particular, we've seen a lot of uh, art in the news going up for auction and, and what, that I- what that is exactly. And uh, there's a reason why people spend millions and millions upon millions of dollars to purchase uh, precious art and precious colored diamonds. It's because they are a great way to store wealth. They do not go down in value. Um, yet you're you're sacrificing a certain amount of liquidity in some cases, but the wealth is secured. And what we do at Guildhall when it comes to natural fancy colored diamonds is we pursue the absolute best quality that you can find for a colored diamond. And when it comes to quality, this is the key to understanding and appreciating diamonds in general. Quality is exactly represented by the rarity. The more quality that diamond has 
the more rare that diamond is. And so the, the higher the quality, the more rare, the more valuable the diamond is. Mm -hmm. So what we do at Guildhall is we have very high standards for purchasing diamonds, and we will go out and purchase those diamonds first. We try to find the best possible natural fancy color diamonds we can find by focusing on quality we get the absolute rarest of the rare colored diamonds that anyone can find. At that point, we've already purchased the diamond. Guildhall has, has put skin in the game. We've, we've made that purchase. We've procured that diamond. We go out and get that diamond appraised, so we have an idea of what it would cost if we had to replace this diamond, the maximum replacement cost. These diamonds are very rare, and, and they're very difficult to replace. Some are irreplaceable. For example, mm -hmm. we just got... A vivid, yellow, internally flawless, emerald-cut diamond. Now, there's only been one other time that we've bought a vivid emerald yellow, and it happened to be just under one carat. We broke our number one rule, which is do not buy a, a yellow diamond below a carat, but we did break that rule because it was an emerald cut, because emerald cuts are very rare, and... This diamond in general is very rare to be a vivid. So we currently just bought a vivid emerald cut diamond. It's exquisite. We don't think it will last long because it is so rare. And these type of diamonds can see as much as over 20% gains every year. Well, it's a 116 vivid IF. The color is just incredible. I haven't seen a color in a vivid yellow like this. I mean, it, that's the first thing that caught my eye. The emerald cut, again, is a... a a cut that actually puts the diamond up by 40% because most yellow diamonds are not cut in emerald. They're always cut in radiant cushion, pear shape, uh, even round, a brilliant cut. But to get an emerald cut, uh, it makes it very, very exclusive. As I said, the color is just magnificent. Um, the stone is actually is not up on the website. It's going to be put up on the website with a couple of other stones. I was fortunate enough to buy from a dealer that had... These, I mean, I've always said on the radio that the smart dealers that we deal with buy the diamonds, they cut the diamonds, and they push them to the back of the safe, and they sit on them because they're going up in value. I was able to procure four diamonds, a 107, a 108, and a 111, and a 116 Vivid, and they're actually the GIA as of from... 2007. So this dealer has sat on them for seven, eight years, and he's probably made 150% on the product that he bought. Uh, that t will tell you at the wholesale level what's happening in the market. So we've also got some unbelievable argyle pinks, which are, will give you the ability to get into the market. We never put pinks in, in or we never buy pinks uh, that are less than 0.2425. But we bought some argyle pinks that are 0.23 because they're round and 0.24. They're VS quality, which makes them incredibly rare. Um, but we put them, we purchased them, we're putting them up on the website. These are diamonds, because the argyle mine is going to be closing in 2018, will increase in value at an unbelievable level. Uh, we have got more yellow internally flawless stones up on our website than anybody in the world, not because there's a lot of them. It's because I go out of my way to go out and purchase these diamonds. I'm putting my money up. Uh, as Jeremy said, I put my skin in the game, and it's the same with the pinks. We only sell the finest of the finest quality because we want our clients to make money. And the great thing about what we're doing 
you know, till the end of July is if you purchase a diamond, and we sold a couple of diamonds this week where we gave 10% back to the client to put into a TFSA or an RRSP on the value of the diamond. Mm. That's an extra bonus that we're giving till the end of July. I hope this works while, while stocks last. Uh, it is a first come, first served. You need to go to the website. You need to check out the product. You need to make an appointment with, with myself personally or Jeremy or Darren or Stephen at my office to come and see the diamonds, sit down, look at the investment, look to see where this investment is going to take you. If you're looking to retire or you're looking to put your kids through university, this is a terrific, terrific investment where you can hold for 10, 15 years and get incredible, incredible results. As Jeremy said, Vivids are probably going up between 20 to 30% a year. Pinks are going up approximately the same, in some cases even more. Uh, Blues are doubling every two years and reds are doubling every year if you can find. As an example, 30 years ago you could have bought a one-carat red, VS quality. would have cost you around about 30000 a carat. Today, you're lucky if you can find one for $1.8 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, blue diamonds, for example, we sold a 106 Vivid IF blue. I wish I would have never sold it. But that stone today, you know, we sold for $660,000. We would get a million and a half dollars for that stone today, and we only sold it three years ago. And what's really simple to understand with the diamond market is the more you spend, the more the gains you'll have. Because what you're spending equals the rarity and the value of that diamond. So to buy a, a one-carat blue Vivid, you're going to spend a lot of money for it. It's going to be multiple thousand, multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars to buy that. But the gains are going to be above 50% a year. Now, if you're buying a fancy yellow in, in an around $15,000, you'll probably be looking at at least what we've seen over the last, let's say, uh, seven, eight years you'd probably be looking more at, and again, the quality that we have at Guildhall, not mm-hmm. just any fancy rate. yellow, yeah. um, but we, you'd see something around uh, 8 to 10% a year. Wicked. So that's, that's great. And uh, you know, if you paid $9,000 five years ago and today you can sell it for fifteen, that's really good. But think about what it'll be like in another 10, 15 years. You'll look back and say, wow, I, I, I paid nothing for that for that diamond and it's done very well for me. So the advantage of a of a of a tangible asset like this is that you don't have to think about it. It is a one-time purchase. You sit on it, you put it away, maybe you enjoy it, maybe you put it into jewelry. And in 10-15 years, it, it's done its job. It's done exactly what you were looking for it to do. And maybe you don't sell it. Maybe it becomes part of your family's net worth and you simply pass it down and you you teach your you teach your kids how valuable that is and not just this is a diamond. Let me ask you something. You mentioned uh, putting it in a jewelry or wealth to wear. Say you have, you know, my wife, for instance, how I justify buying this beautiful yellow diamond. I say, hey, we can put it into a, a set of earrings possibly or a necklace. How do you go about doing it? That's two diamonds when you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets by him no. ever, no. ever. Well, we do see it often where, ironically, you'll, you'll see the, the gentleman will buy the pink diamond for investment and then he'll buy a fancy or an intense yellow for his wife. And that way he's getting the best of both worlds because the pinks are smaller, they're beautiful, and especially the the new pinks that we just mm-hmm. got in, um, actually, I think the least expensive of all of them to me is one of the most beautiful because it's brilliant cut. It is a fancy; it's not an intense, but the clarity is amazing at VS VS one, not VS two, mm-hmm. and the color is the color of pink champagne. So it, it's 
who wouldn't want to have that in their collection? But then, of course, you know, you're pay, you're paying in the mid twenties for that when you can buy a fancy yellow for twelve to fifteen thousand, and that you could put into a ring and enjoy that every single day. You know, for me to to when you buy a diamond, for example, in a yellow, and you buy a you know carat and a half upwards, and you're putting it into a ring. To me, it's like real estate where you're buying a house uh, and you decide, you know, the house needs a brand new bathroom, a brand new kitchen. It puts value to the house. This is what happens when you buy a diamond, a beautiful diamond, you put it into a magnificent setting. We do our settings completely at wholesale cost. We're not interested in making money on the settings. We just sell the diamond, but we have uh, a designer that designs all of our jewelry. And it just adds value to that diamond. So you buy a diamond for you know twenty thousand dollars, and you maybe spend three four thousand dollars on the setting, that automatically increases the value of the diamond. So this is a great opportunity to not only buy a diamond till the end of July, uh, as we've just mentioned earlier, we will discount basically or give you ten percent back on the price that you pay of the diamond. You can put it into a TFSA. You can put it into an RRSP. Um, and this will you know, help you with your savings. And again, TFSA is uh, tax-free. Whatever you make, uh, you can buy silver or gold into that. But these diamonds that we have, the offer that we're giving, the 10% on purchase price, is while this inventory lasts. Um, the stones that are up on the website right now are the ones that are going to be running to the end of July. Uh, we have new other product coming in, and the prices are going to—I can tell you right now—are going to be much higher than what we've got now because the replacement value has gone up. We're paying anywhere from twenty to, which we purchased up to, two, up to twenty-eight percent more because we buy everything in U.S. dollars, and the Canadian dollar right now is trading at one twenty or a little above that. Uh, it was trading, you know, two weeks ago, one twenty-eight. So when we purchase it, so the time we purchase, we have to pay in U.S. dollars. So anybody that's bought a diamond from last year or the year before has made 20% just alone on currency. Yeah, which isn't unlike artists. Um, I know that artists, if you're buying in Canada, U.S. artists, you, you paid 20% more for that over the last six months simply mm-hmm. because they had to raise their prices due to that exchange. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Go to uh, guildhallwealth.com or in this case guildhalldiamonds.com to look at the collection. Okay, the other thing is very important. When you're buying a natural fancy color diamond, make sure that you have a GIA, which is a Gemology Institute of America. That's the certification of a diamond. You need a full certification. If it's only half cert, it's normally an SI1, SI2, I1, and that is not investment grade. If you're buying a yellow diamond, do not buy a yellow diamond under one carat. It is not an investment grade. There are a lot of those stones out there because there are chips and there is a lot of small yellow stones Uh, not of great clarity. Buying a diamond, you need to know who you're dealing with. We are a member of the NCDIA, which is the National Colored Diamond Association. You can check us out with New York. There is only maybe 40, 45 members, and we are one of the members. We're also a member of the FCRF, which is the Fancy Color Research Foundation. And one of the most interesting points, all the largest dealers and retailers belong to this Uh, group, FCRF. And pink diamonds, for example, in the last 10 years have gone up over 
That's crazy. So go to look at where you think these diamonds are going to be when the Argyle mine closes in 2018 and they produce 90% of the world's pinks, yet it's only one-tenth of 1% of their total production. So you should look at the pinks that we have. Every diamond is a VS quality. Every diamond has been hand-picked, the most beautiful colors that you will ever see in pink diamonds. Another phenomenal show, guys. We'll wrap it for another week. Got to thank once again Gerald Salente for joining us on the show. Go to trendsresearch.com to pick up the Trends Journal. Always a uh, worthwhile read. And uh, a reminder once again before we wrap up for all diamond purchase between now and the end of July. Uh, we'll be giving an immediate 10% of the purchase price back to you as a buyer to be placed into either gold, silver, or bullion TFSA or RSP accounts with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number is always one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. This has been The Real Money Show.